Hey, Connor. Uh, I just wanted to ask you about what it means to, to clinch that playoff spot uh, for the group. It obviously means a lot. Um, you know, your your first goal every season is to play in the playoffs, and you know that's step one. And we've been able to do that. Um, and we just need to uh, continue to work on our game and you know pay attention to details and get ready for the playoffs. Another four points for you tonight. Um, is it just that that one hundred? It, it's it's there. Everyone talks about it. Is that still a milestone for you? Are you looking at that, or are you just trying to play as best as you guys can in these last six games? Well, obviously, I'm trying to play as best as I can and, and, you know, personally make sure my game is where it needs to be heading into the playoffs. Um, you know, it, like I said, I mean, I've said this all before. It's 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 a number. Um, you know, it, uh, if I get there, great. If not, uh, it's not the end of the world either. Um, you know, the most important thing is our team is uh, is keeping up for the playoffs and uh, we're making sure we're, uh, we're fine on all cin- cylinders on uh, game one. Thanks, Connor. Mark Spector, Sportsnet. Yeah, Connor, take me back to the last time you guys were sort of in the playoffs, qualifying round. You came out of that Chicago series sour. Uh, and at the start of the year, you made some statements. You made some sort of you, – I know you wanted to change some things. Can you, can you just take us back to sort of what's changed in your game and your team's game? Why are you such a, a lock for the playoffs today when, when it didn't go so well last time? Um, you know, I think everyone, everyone left the bubble, um, in a bad mood. I think, uh, no one felt, felt great about, uh, where we were at, how that series went. I think, uh, you know, it was a good moment for us to, to kind of step back and learn from it. Um, you know, learn what it takes to, to win. I think, um, you know, everyone's done a great job of buying in this year and believing, I think, uh, you know, we've gotten good goaltending, which always helps. And, you know, we found ways to keep pucks out of our net and, and uh, um, you know, offensively um, have been pretty good. So, you know, it's a recipe for, for a playoff team. And, um, and now it's up to us to make sure we're ready to go come game one, like I said. Yeah, this is your technically only the second playoffs in your career. Um, it, you know, you guys got something going here. You got a team that's played really good hockey for a long time. Uh, you got a shot at some at winning some games here. It must be exciting to be part of a team that's that's going in here, uh, you know, home ice advantage and looking pretty good. That's obviously exciting, um, you know. But that's that's all it is. I mean, we got lots and lots and lots of work to do, um, lots of work before we even get to the playoffs. So um, we can't take our foot off the gas now. Jim Matheson, both media. Uh, Connor, do you have a better feeling for your team right now than you did when they had the pause last year in terms of what you've got on your team and how deep you are or whatever? Um, you know, I felt good about our team then. Um, I feel good about our team now. I think, you know, uh, you know, you always kind of believe in your group. And I think, uh, you know, we have uh, we have some really good pieces. I think we've, uh, you know, both of our goalies have been great. Um, you know, I like where our back ends at, and and we got guys sitting out that can easily be in the lineup as well. So, um, you know, I think we got a good balance, and and uh, like I said before, it's up to us now to uh, to make sure we're coming together and our game's coming together, and we're paying attention to details and and doing things right. And Jesse, uh, on your back on your line, it, to me, it looks like the game is slowing down for Jesse. So, <laughs> in terms of just skating hard and forechecking. 
you know, the better, the longer you play, I guess the game slows down and you don't have to rush things. Is that how you're seeing it with him or no? Well, I think for anyone, once you you're, you get more comfortable in the league and you have a little more confidence, you know, the game just slows down for you. Um, you know, and 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 he's uh, he's worked hard at his game. He's changed his game. I think, um, you know, before he left, he didn't want to do those things. He didn't want to forecheck. He didn't want to play hard. And and uh, and now he's come back, and and that's uh, that's a specialty. So. You know, he's hard on pucks. He's a big man. Um, he goes to the net hard, makes the D-man pay the price if they want to box him out. And, um, you know, that's uh, that's the kind of winger we need. Daniel Nugent Bowman, The Athletic. Uh, I was actually going to ask a little bit about uh, Jesse Pugliarvi, uh, Connor, and, and um, it just seems like he's a lot more comfortable not only on the ice but off the ice. You can see him joking and, and, and just a lot more at ease do you, do you feel that and get a sense of that with him around the room and around the the, uh, the team yeah i think uh you know he's definitely talking more um you know feeling more involved i think the two go hand in hand when things are going well on the ice you you feel like you have uh have your place off the ice and um you know but it's 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 also just gaining that experience being a little bit older being a little more comfortable in his own skin and um you know, obviously he's a, he's a great, great kid and um, you know, brings lots of energy uh, on and off the ice to our team. When he uh, got back here, I think people, well, he started on the third line and, and that was, or it was kind of like an, ease, an easing him in type of process, but he jumped up and has played in the top six from game five or six on. Uh, how quickly do you think it was that he started exceeding expectations around here um, this season? Well, I think... Uh, that was kind of always his is the plan. I think uh you know, he came in and, and knew he had to to show a new coach. Um, you know, he had never never been with Tip before and you know, never been with Kenny either. So he had to sh- kind of prove his way and um I thought he, he came in ready and, and uh in great shape and um you know, they put him on the third line and he kinda of worked his way up. That's that's how it goes for young guys. So um, you know, credit to him. Terry Jones, post media. Terry, Terry, we can't hear you. I think you're a little bit. Hello? Yeah, gotcha. we're good now. Okay. On the night you guys put the X beside Edmonton in the standings, you look uh, down and there's question marks uh, beside Winnipeg and, and Montreal. Can you just uh, speak to uh, your observations with Winnipeg suddenly losing seven straight and Montreal coming up with this kid out of college, Cole Caulfield, who uh, <laughs> scores two overtime winners. What, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, two great teams. Um, two teams that, uh, um, you know, feel exactly how we feel about the, our own team. You know, I think they they both believe in their groups. I think, uh, you know, they both feel they can come out of the north. So, um, you know, obviously Winnipeg's going through a bit of a slide, but, you know, that doesn't... Uh, that doesn't mean much. I mean, the playoffs are a completely different animal. So, um, in Montreal, you know, going through some injuries, but you know, they're a big, strong team, and and uh, you know, are a lot to handle. So, you know, whoever it is, we're we're ready to go, and and we gotta you know worry about ourselves here for the final six and and keep building. Was tonight a good example about uh, worrying about yourself and looking after yourself? Um, yeah, I think uh, anytime you get a chance to clinch, you want to you want to take advantage. Uh, you know, it's not every day you get a chance to uh, to punch your ticket into the the Stanley Cup playoffs and and you know get give yourself a chance to 
to win uh, to win the ultimate prize. So, you know, I thought we did a good job good job of taking advantage of that. Jason Greger, TSN twelve sixty. Connor, you mentioned about the final six games. You've clinched a, and you know you've almost clinched second place overall. In in 2017, you guys went into the playoffs pretty hot. I, I think you won like your last nine home games that year. Just how important is it to continue this and and not kind of I don't know create bad habits or not? And how do you find that balance between playing hard and, and what might be a few meaningless games in the standings? Well, it's not a light switch. Um, you know, you can't. Uh, you can't just turn your game on and off. Um, you, know, you gotta always keep building. So, you know, uh, I remember in 2017 we were we were playing some some real good hockey and um, you know came out and beat a good San Jose team. So, you know, we're obviously hoping for the same thing. Uh, you know, this year, um, you know, we want to go and play and play in our best and um, you know, give ourselves the best uh, best opportunity come game one. And I have to ask you this, a lot of fans were wondering, uh, I don't know if you saw the video, James Neal said something to you and Pulley Arvey on the bench that had both of you laughing. And uh, they're wondering if uh, he just joked to JP about if uh, he wants to switch line mates or not. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, James Neal is uh, a good guy. Uh, yeah. you know, he always keeps it light in the room. Um, you know, and he had us both, uh, both laughing a couple times tonight. Um, you know, definitely a, a real good teammate. Can you talk quickly about him and Mike Smith and just like Mike Smith, you know, his, their, their experience and maybe just being a lighthearted, but also knowing when to say the right thing or challenge guys. How's imp how important is to that group, you know, to have veteran guys like that on the team who are vocal? Uh, well, I think, you know, a lot's been made about Smitty's on ice game um, this year. Off ice, he's massive for us. Um, you know, he's a, a he's a big leader for us. Um, you know, keeps guys honest. And and for James, um, you know, he uh, he is is a massive guy for us uh, off the ice as well. You know, he keeps guys uh, um, you know maybe a little lighter. He knows when to uh, when to uh, to turn it on as well. So, you know, both guys have such good experience, and uh, you know, we certainly count on both of them. Thanks. Thank you. If there are no more questions. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.